So, you know what I really hate? When you're like a really big comic book fan as a teenager, and then you discover this brand new series called Spawn, and you start collecting the comic books, and you fall in love with the series, and then you're starting to collect, you know, like the first, I don't know, 20 comic books, and you've got the first issues, okay? You got issue number one in there, and then at church... They tell you that they're satanic and that you got to throw them away and then you throw them away. And then years later, you don't go to church anymore and you look back and you realize you threw away issue number one of Spawn. First printing. Don't you hate it when that happens? Or was that just me? Welcome back, my friends. So I'm uh, scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I keep seeing Spawn popping up in there. And I started checking out, and the reason why it's trending is because Spawn has been released as the new guest character in Mortal Kombat 11, which ah, I can't wait to play as Spawn on Mortal Kombat 11. Um, like uh, we've been telling you, Joshua and I are hopping back onto PS4. And um, so, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 is a game that I'm going to want to get pretty soon. And I can't wait to play as Spawn. Uh, Spawn is a character that um, I fell in love back when I was a teenager. Um, first of all, the the the, the artist and, the, and writer, Todd McFarlane, he, I knew him from his run on Spider-Man, on The Amazing Spider-Man. He had a time period where he was the exclusive artist, the exclusive penciler for Spider-Man. And his style of Spider-Man and Venom are by far my favorites. He drew him with really big eyes. He had this way of depicting action that I just love. And he's highly, highly detailed. I love comic book artists that are extremely detailed with their penciling. So I, I knew him already from that. I knew his artwork from that. And then he creates his own comic book based on this character that he had come up with when he was a teenager, actually. And so he writes it himself and he, um, he does all the artwork himself. And it's an incredible comic book. I mean, it is a beautiful looking piece of artwork. The Again, in his own style, everything is highly detailed, and we're introduced into this world of this Hellspawn, this guy who ends up selling his soul to the devil and ends up coming back to life as this supernatural creature um, known as Spawn. Really dope-looking guy. I mean, if you haven't seen a picture, go Google him, but... You know, it's he's predominantly his uh, suit is all black. By the way, he got burned in an accident. That's what ended up killing him. That's how he ended up finding himself in the depths of hell. And um, he ends up uh, severely burned. So uh, covering the burn on his entire body is this predominantly black suit with accents of white. Really, really dope mask with these big uh, kind of like Deadpool or Venom looking eyes. Um, and he's, uh, he has this red cape that is essentially like a very organic kind of cape. Like think of Dr. Strange's cape that has a life of its own, but this thing is even more of a creature. It's kind of like the Venom symbiote almost, but in cape form, um, chains that he can constantly extend and use as weaponry. Um, he can conjure and summon up all sorts of weapons at will, 
really, really cool character. And his whole cast of villains is also, I think, aside from Batman's, if you've been exposed to the villain gallery for Spawn, they're incredibly iconic villains. Um, and again, the art has a lot to do with it. So, um, yeah, I started collecting them since I was a teenager, since issue number one when it first came out. And uh, and I fell in love with it. I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even going to go into uh, the uh, the intro uh, thing where I had to where I ended up throwing them away. <sighs> that's a that's a story for another day. But um, I followed even even after that, I followed Spawn from afar and I kind of kept looking in when I started using the Internet back then. I started like, you know, checking up and seeing uh, what was going on with Spawn once in a while. And uh, then the movie came out. So we got a movie. Uh, this was in what year was this? Man, I don't know. It was at some point in the 90s. You got a movie. Um, that was not directed or led in any way by Todd McFarlane, right? And so what ends up happening is that, mind you, this is during a period of time when superhero movies are not led by the superhero creators, right? By the uh, publishers and by the creative individuals who actually brought these characters to life on the pages of comic books, um, production studios would buy the rights to these characters and then they would assign their own people to, you know, create them based on the source material. And so what ended up happening is that a lot of these characters ended up getting very, very poor film adaptations. Spawn was one of them. I mean, you saw it happen with Daredevil and the Fantastic Four films and, um, you know, a few other comic book characters that just had pretty mediocre transitions from comic to film. So this was the case also with that Spawn movie. Um, I still, at the time, at the time I loved it. You know, I, I mean, loved it not in the sense that, oh my God, what a mind-blowing, uh, you know, script or whatever, but just in the sense that here I was seeing this character come to life that I had seen only in comic books up to that point. And it was pretty comic accurate as far as the look of Spawn. They actually, you know, they got it pretty spot on. They got Michael J. White to play uh, to play uh, Spawn and Al Simmons, which is the his human name. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the look was really cool. The Violator, which is his arch nemesis, the guy who was basically a clown until he unleashes he unleashes his true form and he's this big skinny tall huge looking creepy demon character um really cool also spot on john leguizamo actually played the character this dude was in if you've ever seen the violator in clown form he's basically you know he's this really big overweight round exaggeratedly round clown character and he's short and so John Leguizamo had to like basically squeeze himself into this humongous fat suit and he was curled up in there the entire time. I, rem I, I remember hearing an interview that he was in like constant back pain because of that. Um, so anyway, the look of Spawn and the look of the Violator, both in clown and in demon form, were spot on, like really flawless. They were really, really faithful uh, live action adaptations of those two characters. But aside from that, that's really where it ended. You know, the storyline, <laughs> the script, all of it was kind of lame. 
Um, so it was just fun seeing the characters, but it wasn't really an enjoyable, you know, film overall. So years go by, and then we suddenly hear, uh, I think, let me see, when is it that we heard about this? I think it was back in 2016 that Todd McFarlane first started talking about him wanting to reboot the Spawn movie. But he wanted to do it now that he had the rights back to him. He wanted to do it himself. He wasn't willing to give it up to someone else to direct. And so, mind you, Todd McFarlane, he's kind of a polymath. So this dude, not only um, has he written comics, drawn comics, but he got into toys. The Todd McFarlane toy lines are some of the best toys that you can find out there in the sense of like action figures and stuff like that. I mean, I'm talking highly detailed um, versions of characters, not only from his spawn comics and other comics, but from like classic horror um, characters, uh, sports, um, sports, super sports, superstars, like creating basically uh, uh, figures of these superstars, the amount, the level of detail that go into these action figures and into these figurines, it, it matches the level of detail that Todd McFarlane uses for his comics. It's just, it's really astounding. Really, really cool toy lines. Um, so anyway, that's when he first makes the announcement. And then since then, it's been kind of like delayed and moved and, and all this stuff. But Todd McFarlane has never lost the momentum himself of wanting to bring this film to life. And so the most recent... Uh, scheduled date that it was supposed to begin filming was January of last year, January of 2019. Clearly it didn't happen. Um, but there has been there. I mean, they went as far as announcing the studio that they were going to make it with, which was um, what, what is it called? Bloomhouse productions. Uh, the one made by Jason Bloom, the guys who have created a whole bunch of like really popular scary movies um, in May, 2018, it was reported that Jamie Foxx was cast as the lead for uh, for for the film, playing Spawn and Al Simmons, respectively. Um, then it was announced that Jeremy Renner, uh, this was in July of 2018, it was announced that Jeremy Renner was going to play Sam Twitch, a city police detective within the whole world of, of, of Spawn. Um, and I mean, it went as far as like Todd McFarlane confirming those two casting choices and praising the selection. He really liked the actors. Uh, personally, Jamie Foxx playing Al Simmons in Spawn, I think it would be incredible. I mean, Jamie Foxx has proven himself to be a very, very good actor. Um, he loses himself in those characters. He's, he's, he's a method actor, essentially. Uh, so I would love to see him playing it. I don't know at this point if that's still going to happen. I am not sure if that's going to happen or not. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure the film will eventually happen. What I don't know is if Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner are still going to be attached to the project um, by the time it actually comes to life. I would definitely um, hope so. As far as the plot, everything is very tightly under wraps. It's not something that he has wanted to uh, reveal because, again, he does want to maintain control of the movie. Um, we know for sure that it will have uh, less of a focus on Al Simmons and his transformation into Spawn. And it's going to focus a little bit more on the human characters who get caught up in this entire web 
of Spawn's supernatural world, uh, which I really like. I like that because there's a there's a certain value to keeping us as the audience not completely aware of every single detail that is happening with these characters, especially with something that is essentially a scary world, which I feel like the first movie tried to do. The movie in the 90s tried to, to, to show us this dark, scary world, but it didn't quite get there. And that's one of the reasons why I like the fact that uh, Todd McFarlane is looking to team up with a studio like uh, Bloomhouse Productions because those guys know horror, right? They know scary movies. And truthfully, if you create, a, if you bring the story to life in, a, in an actual horror environment, in an actual horror fashion, um, you're going to have a pretty unique superhero film because don't get don't get me wrong even though you know he is a hell spawn and he was granted his powers by satan is very similar to ghost rider right ghost rider is the same thing where the devil ends up being the character the one who gives this character his powers his abilities and then he rebels against against the devil and he ends up fighting against him basically Spawn is very similar. Spawn also was granted powers by the devil, but he ends up turning against them, and he ends up becoming essentially, I don't even know if you could call him an anti-hero, because he's not really, you know, I mean, I guess some of his tactics are much more brutal, but he kind of lives in a world that is extremely brutal. So, you know, you got to fight fire with fire, basically. When you're dealing with demons who are out to slaughter you, <laughs> you kind of need... Uh, you need to to you know to meet meet them with equal force. Um, another thing that I really love about Spawn is the fact that it turns so many story tropes on its head. Like for example, there's this one character that uh, was introduced pretty early on into the pages of the comics. He's known as the Redeemer, and this guy was actually like a street preacher, and he would walk around the streets of the city, which I now forget if it's actually New York City or if it's a, just a fictional city like Gotham or something like that. Um, but he was a street preacher. He would go and preach in the alleys to the bums and to the, you know, homeless people and criminals and stuff like that. And then alternately he had this other identity as this super powered, uh, character called the redeemer. He had really, really dope looking armor. I think it was like white and gold and purple or something like that. Um, I mean, he looked awesome. And, and the funny thing is, is that when you when you look at Spawn and you look at him, if you base your assumptions on regular uh, superhero tropes, Spawn looks like the villain. The Redeemer looks like the hero. And this guy is fighting uh, supposedly on the side of God. And this other guy was granted his powers by Satan. <laughs> so you have this complete flip of what you would normally expect to see in a comic book story uh, where the dark character is actually the hero and this other guy ends up playing the antagonist. Um, that character is really, really cool. He's, he's um, he, to me, he's kind of like the, the polar opposite of spawn and they just play off of each other really well. Um, there's another character called Angela who is literally an angel. She, she comes from heaven. Mind you, a very, uh, 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 what is it a scantily clad uh angel showing a lot of skin and stuff but an angel nonetheless and she plays kind of like an ally to spawn and uh you know because spawn basically I, I love the fact that it within the within that comic book 
you have this whole dynamic where Spawn is like making deals with God and with God's angels and stuff like that because he's technically not going, not fighting against them. Um, so there's like these, this kind of like peace <laughs> that goes on, this diplomacy that happens between Spawn, who again was granted his powers by a very evil being, but he's kind of deciding to use them for good. So uh, really cool character, really cool comic book storylines. I think that amongst all the other comic book heroes, when you actually look at superhero, super-powered individuals, cape-wearing heroes, Spawn, if he is brought onto the big screen, uh, led by the vision of the guy who actually created him in the first place, who birthed him in his mind when he was a teenager, if Todd McFarlane can keep himself in the director seat, in the writer seat, we know that this dude knows how to write a good story. And we've seen over and over how comic book writers have translated onto the big screen. Like Jeff Loeb, for instance. I believe Jeff Loeb was behind a lot of the writing for uh, the Heroes TV series on, on NBC, ABC. Um, and uh, and he did an incredible job. That was an amazing an amazing series for at least the first two, three seasons. Um, if Todd McFarlane can keep himself as writer and director and he partners up with a production company, a production studio that knows horror like Bloomhouse Productions, they could come up with truly the first adult, dark superhero movie somewhere along the lines of Deadpool. But Deadpool is an incredibly playful character, a very playful movie, breaking the breaking the fourth wall and all that stuff and all the jokes and all the silliness. So it's, it's tough to compare it in that sense. Spawn would really stand alone as a true R rated uh, superhero flick that could tell some very compelling stories, stories that could be very fresh because they're not, they don't sound at all like the stories that we hear from Marvel and from DC, right? Like this guy it all it all starts with him basically selling his soul to the devil. Once you start from that point, <laughs> everything else is truly going to be uh, unpredictable and unexpected. And because of the fact that the majority of people that, that would sit down at a movie theater to watch that movie uh, are not going to have read the stories because they're not as popular in mainstream as Spider-Man stories have been, as Batman, Superman, and now even, you know, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, all these characters that have now become uh, ubiquitous in the world. People know more or less who these characters are and what their stories are. Spawn could come in and break that scheme. Spawn could come in as a fresh character that nobody really would see coming. Uh, so I really, really hope that things continue uh, to move forward with the film. I really hope that it ends up coming to life. I hope that Todd McFarlane stays at the helm of it. Um, I think that it could provide a much-needed adult entertainment superhero flick that a lot of us have been waiting for, right? We got a taste of it in the Marvel Netflix TV series. Unfortunately, those are no long, those are not canon. Um they are lost now to the Disney Plus launch and uh, it taking all of its content away from Netflix. Uh, very unfortunate because there were a lot of series in there. Punisher, Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, really, really good series that, that were telling pretty compelling stories. And again, telling them in more of an adult fashion. You know, they weren't 
shows for kids. Like Joshua, you know, didn't watch pretty much any of those series because they get into pretty adult, you know, visuals and topics. And um, it was definitely meant for a, a more mature audience. So, um, so yeah, Spawn could really break the pattern and become a movie that stands out. So uh, glad to see Spawn trending. Uh, can't wait to play as him in Mortal Kombat 11. And I can't wait to see this movie come to life whenever that ends up happening. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you are a Spawn fan, if you love the comics, if you love, uh, if you watch the original movie, if you got comments, if uh, you have any expectations for the upcoming film, um, hit us up. Let us know about it. You can write us at g101podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at g101podcast. And please leave us a review if you do like the show. Five-star rating would be incredible. Um, write us a review. Let us know what you like about the show. And if you do like the show, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes on all the latest news from the world of geek. Thank you guys so much for listening to Geekology 101. I will catch you in the next episode. Peace, people. Game over. There might actually be a garbage man out there who is now the owner of the first issue of Spawn. Ha, ha, ha.